Hey, everybody, it's Micah Allen Johnson, host of the LOL Lessons in Real Estate podcast. And I'm also the owner of the Real Estate Business School of Salado. We are a licensed affiliate of the Real Estate Business School of Austin, formerly known as the Austin Institute. And at my school, you are family, truly. I offer live and online pre-licensing through our Real Estate Business School of Austin, as well as live renewals, live broker courses. But the thing I'm most proud of is is that we're the only school in Texas to reach out and help new agents by helping them with my new agent rockstar onboarding written by me. I just need six days with you to help you earn two to five times more income than the average real estate agent your first year. I know what it's like to be brand new and know nothing, and I never want anybody to feel lost. Here's what I'm also doing. Zero dollars upfront mentoring and coaching. Yep, you heard it right. Get 30 hours of mentoring and coaching from me, a Fortune 500 sales trainer, national speaker, published author, podcast host of this podcast, and a real estate school owner. I don't get paid until you do. And even then it's less than a standard referral fee. Way less guys at the real estate business school of Salado. We help you get your license. Then here's the biggest part. I teach you how to use it. Get your license, get rockstar onboarding, get coaching and mentoring, get renewals, get your broker hours and get answers to any real estate question you have. You have your very own licensed broker, owner, realtor, podcast person at your service. Whether it's online or dynamic classrooms, you can't go wrong by choosing the Real Estate Business School of Salado. Find us online at www.trebsalado.com. That's T-R-E-B-S-S-A-L-A-D-O.com. And everywhere we're on social media, just check out the links in the description. Welcome to LOL Lessons in Real Estate, y'all. The only show in its category to deliver ridiculous stories and issues with content that's created to teach you something. I am Micah Allen Johnson, and with me is my gorgeous and funny and hilarious co-host, April Cox. Say hello, hello, April. Hello. 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 On our show, we share hysterical stories and tips from our careers in real estate, from my book, LOL Lessons in Real Estate, and explore a variety of topics with fascinating guests in the world of real estate. Life is too short not to laugh, and we cannot forget our wonderful producers, directors, actors, um, and uh, possibly uh, members of gangs um, that are wearing... handkerchiefs uh, representing in different parts of California. So we can't forget Larry Sands from Cali and Eric Kaslov from New Jersey. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us on again. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Well, you guys, you guys get to talk to uh, our friends, Trixie and Starla today while we're. Yeah. I, oh, I heard about those. Is Oh, those are the ones that. Uh, I don't think we could say anything yet. Let's, let's wait till they're on Larry. Then talk. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, no, I don't want y'all, I want y'all to be surprised, and I want, you know, everything to be genuine, but, uh, you know, hey, I have a, I have a, I have a, just real quick before we get too far from the subject, we were talking about uh, related gang members, maybe on our podcast, I have a new, I have a new um, uh, name for Larry's, uh, uh, his, his little handkerchief he has. Oh, what is it? By the way, it's red Jeff, so it's a shanker chip. That was very, very cheesy, but very appropriate. Very that was appropriate. good. 
And anybody, anybody, feel free to use that if you have anybody that wears handkerchiefs very often. Shankers. So funny. Stay away from, stay away from the blue handkerchiefs, Larry, and you won't get shanked. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Did you guys right. see that video of this guy's in a library wearing a handkerchief, and the librarian comes up to him and goes, "What set are you repping?" And the guy's like, "I'm not repping." It was like a little nerdy white guy going up to this other nerdy white guy. He's like. What set are you repping? I'm not repping any set. And the guy's like, yeah, you got to, I'll find it for you guys. It's hilarious. What? I'm repping the Shakespeare set over here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. There have been some hilarious memes lately. So what is everybody doing to pass? We're still in quarantine, guys. I mean, every week, whenever we get together, is just something new happening. And um, I, I didn't even know what day it was today. Like, I, I, I'm completely lost. Like, what's everybody doing to pass the time here? Well, first, let's say, did anybody hear about the new uh, date for the, uh, for Texas reopening? No. no. Is okay. It? Well, I listen. Don't c- claim it as gospel, but I missed the news. But what I saw, what I caught, um, supposedly, possibly June second. June. No, so they moved it. I so, thought it was going to yes. be May. Well, right. listen. They're it's going to be May. Sorry, had to. Gonna, they're going to start a reopening things in May. So slowly but surely, it's going to. But for the full. I, I guess you know what I don't want to speculate, but I mean, guys, we might be in this another another month and a half. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have a full beard by then. Like, what's happening? I am. Listen, I am one roll away from the Michelin tire, dude. They may hire me. I might need a second job. <laughs> dude, I'm like, you know, because I I haven't hugged a person in a month and a half besides my own family. No, I hear, like, you. I hear you. I'm glad that you can't scratch and sniff the screen because my breath is kicking, mm-hmm. kicking. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you Why would I brush my teeth? Do you have pants on? Do I have what? Do I have what? Pants. Underwear. Pants. underwear. <laughs> yes, I have underwear on right now. Not that anybody would ever know, but yes, I do. I already showed Larry. He was like, do you have pants on before we started recording? And I was like, yes. And so I showed him I had pants on. But um, yesterday, I did not. Yesterday, I said hello to my class. And one of my instructors, Dawn Lofka, who is absolutely amazing. We'll have her on the show at some point. She was teaching the class. I just wanted to pop in. It was an early starting class. So I got up. And I was like, oh, crap, they're about to start. I don't have time to get ready. I threw it back in a ponytail, and I just put a black blazer on over my pajama dress. And I was, like, right up there, right up in it on Zoom, and nobody knew. So, Mike, but then I, feel, then I posted. feel like the, the class flowed a little more freely? <laughs> yes. I felt really free. I felt really free, free and breezy. It was just really... Uh, it was a, it was a freeing experience for sure. April. Yeah. Nobody was wiser. Then I posted later that, uh, I had my pajamas on and, uh, like 250 people were like, Oh my God, I can't believe you posted that. Like, do you guys even know me? Even know me? 
Right, right. You know, actually, uh, I did. I went in. I I went on Facebook and I saw that, and and I was like, oh my. So I I went on the LOL lessons in real estate. Uh, Look Facebook. at you, Larry. Yeah, it's, it's freaking awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I did. I said it right. I've been Literally. practicing in the mirror. LOL. 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 Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. LOL. Lessons in real estate podcast. LOL. Yeah. <clears throat> but yes, and anybody out there listening to this has to go. You you should really follow the LOL Lessons in Real Estate podcast on Facebook because not only is Micah one of the funniest chicks around. Heck yeah. She is as valuable. And actually, that's what I love about you guys. You and April. And Eric, I love you too, but in a different Sorry, way. Sorry, what? Yeah, Erica. You guys know how to kick it up a notch and still still mean business. And I love that. I love it. And and anybody who's listening to this, just go for the LOLs and and and, and follow Thank the LOL you. lesson in real estate podcast. Thank you, yes. Blood. I appreciate yeah. you, man. Larry, Absolutely. You, you you are the man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, no, seriously. I just, seriously. I just want to give you the respect. Respect. Yeah. If you, if I could give you all the respects, I would give them to you right now. <laughs> no, no, I mean, all, all, all joking aside, though, I mean, we get to work with some pretty talented producers. I don't know if you know, if anybody knows who they are. But Who's that? Um, Speaking but, of, yeah. Larry just had a picture with him and Eric Estrada on their uh, social I media. Saw that. Yes. You know, I used, That's when I was pretty little, cool. I had the biggest yes. crush on him. The biggest right? crush. Right, I still do. He hasn't changed. I know. Not Chips. at all. Chips, remember? And I used to watch that show when I was little, and I remember. I was like, "Oh, I'm dude, I still me. walk around the block playing the Chips theme song. That that's my jam." That's Do funny. you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, all joking aside, though, Larry and Eric, we um, we you guys, y'all are amazing, and and seriously, thank you for that. But also, you guys really make this this happen. So. You know Thank what? You so we are much. all blessed all the way around. God is good. He knows who to bring together and when to do it. So, Amen. yes. Yeah. You know, Larry, that's a perfect way to segue into. We can we can announce it on here first. The new podcast that we have going on with my pastor Joe. Um, <gasps> it is called the Not Your Average Christian Podcast. I love wow. That. We're going to be discussing, you know, things dealing with the church, and we will get political because if we, if me and Larry talked about religion and politics on our show, we, we would only be able to, we'd have to give up filmmaking. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, what hey, a great, what I a great way to come great. from. I that is. And it also makes Christianity relatable. So props to you guys, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, I cannot wait to hear this. Well, we would love to have, have you guys, guys on. on it. Oh, yes, yeah. Because that's oh, God, our forte yeah. for sure. Yeah. It is very, very hard in the field of real estate. And I think we have already, and we have already had a show, uh, Micah and all of us, on about about being a Christian in this field. And and it's, it is, and what I have learned is it's so easy to... Um, 
to be for people to think that you're not relatable if you are a Christian and to have people that can come down because even and not to get too religious or too deep into this, but even Jesus himself, he he came down to the people and related yeah. to them. So that's what I, I, I props to you guys. I am so stoked about this. Cool. That's cool. awesome. And I love that you guys are not scared. You know, that's that's one thing that when um, I started this and asked April to be my partner and there's no no doubt that it wasn't because of uh larry and eric that this is made possible but we wanted it to be you know a funny show something different in real estate but also with you know that christian undertone because we can't leave that behind or you're not your true self and for all of y'all to be on the same page as what we are that never happens how can we how can this, I mean, when you think about the whole picture where Eric and Larry, you guys met at a, a film event. And no, at church. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We met at church oh my gosh. We were a while ago. Goosebumps, goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, wow. I thought you guys met at a, uh, like, a film event. No, we mm. met at church on Faith Tabernacle Assemblies of God, or as I now call it, Faith Tabernacle High School. <laughs> Because so, they treat because because they act like high school students there. So you guys were raised Assembly of God. Well, yeah. I Me no too. one in my family is that Christian. I was the oddball by becoming a Christian. You go, Everybody man. Always thought that we were the we, because we were deemed Pentecostal that we were the United that had the and and nothing against them. I mean, to each his own. I am I'm 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 a believer that everybody, however you choose to hold God's hand, you hold it that way. Uh, but I was raised uh, Assembly of God, and uh, and so it it to me it's rare that I ever hear. Well, I do hear of people around here sometimes, but when people are scattered kind of across, you know, uh, across the the states, to hear that. So so and for God to bring us all together in that way as well. Hey. Yeah. Oh, that's you know awesome, yeah. and that's so crazy because. You know, April and I are both preacher's daughters, and yep. um, she was raised in the church, and I was too, but her church was probably the exact opposite of mine. I mean, they were, like, jumping and dancing oh, in yeah. the pews and crawling down the aisle, and Running my around. church, you know, if you stood up and if you clapped, you'd die. Oh, no, you're just <laughs> way too, that's oh, no, way we too. We were like... My grandpa was the preacher of our of our church, and I'm going to tell you, he got down there, and he would be like, I don't know who I'm preaching to, and everybody would jump up, and they were like, y'all preaching to me, daddy. So <laughs> you guys are going to love Pastor Joe. He is one oh, of, so he's excited. the best pastor I ever had, and huge horror movie fan. Yeah. You know what, and I, I'm a, I, you know, but you know, here's the thing, and like I said, not going to delve off too deep into this, but. The thing is, is that, like I said, it's making Christianity relatable. You know, a lot of times, you know, not to get to, we can't, we can't stick our fingers in everything because, you know, sin is sin. But the fact is that, you know, there are some things that we can do that, that are, that, that you have the, the 10 commandments say you should not have any gods before me. Okay. And as long as we do things and we do things in that way and we can relate to other people, you know, I mean, I love horror movies. They're my favorite type of movies, but I love the Lord. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and pastors are just people. You know, I I can tell you as a preacher's daughter, you know, 
people end up putting their pastors on this pedestal and think that they are a whole different type of Christian. Oh no, they're the same type of Christian as everybody else sitting in the pews. There's just a lot more responsibility that, you know, goes on them, but they yeah. have, they have debt, they have stress, they have anxiety, they have moments, they have, you know, You're down and out fights with their family. I mean, there, there's issues, there's rifts, there's cracks mm -hmm. in the family. I mean, there's big, big time issues and it's even more <sighs> difficult to live your life under that, you know, uh, type of scrutiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. To tell a funny story real quick before we move off this subject. So we were talking about my grandpa being a preacher and he was, God rest his soul. He was the sweetest little button. And I call him a button because he looked like a little button and he was just a doll, but he was a powerhouse for God. He was a powerhouse. He spoke with fire. He, 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 he was just an amazing man. And I know that God is using him right now too, uh, where yeah. in heaven, but funny story. Okay. So my grandparents, they were raised in a little place called Leon Junction. And this is a little bit, it, it, it's a, by around Gatesville, the flat area. And I know exactly there. where that is. <laughs> yes. That's where Trixie and Starler are from. I know, but, but, but Leon Junction back in the day. Mm -hmm. So they were raised out there. And so they didn't, they didn't really know about worldly things. You know, they were raised that way. My grandparents went to a garage. So, okay, so my grandpa was a uh, chaplain for Scott and White for 15 years. He was a, it was one of his, his greatest honors. He took great, great uh, pride in, 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 in doing that job. And um, my grandma went to a garage sale one day and bought him up a bunch of ties. And he was really proud. He loved wearing his ties. He loved getting dressed up. And that was his thing. And so one day he goes, oh, Lord. He goes to his, uh, he goes to, uh, to, to the, to the hospital, Scott and White hospital. Uh, Scott and White is a hospital for those who are listening and you don't know what that is. It's a Scott, it's a hospital in Temple, Texas. And so he goes and uh, walks in and he's got one of his brand new ties on and it's black. And at the bottom, it's got a little white bunny on it. And he walks in and uh, doesn't realize that what he's wearing <laughs> is a tie that's that has a Playboy bunny on <gasps> Oh, my goodness. What? So he walks in, and the other chaplain says, uh, uh, Brother Jack, uh, <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't really support this type of thing. <laughs> he never was so embarrassed, but we laughed for years and years oh at the table God. about that. So, yep, you know what? That one's for you, Papa. Yep, our rest of <sighs> I see that story and I could top it. Then I have a question for you guys relating to your job and what your, you know, your beliefs. A sure. very good friend of mine is a pastor's daughter. And she was telling me, you know, one night after work, her and her friends went out and, you know, her friends wanted to have some drinks and she didn't drink. So she's looking at the bar menu and sees Long Island iced tea. Oh, no. Oh, she God. didn't know she that it was an alcohol alcoholic beverage. So oh, they should have told her. She <laughs> they ain't no friends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here is my question, because I'm going to make this related to the show. Okay. I know that a lot, every used car salesman will say they're a Christian. They get the mm -hmm. sale if they see someone's a Christian. Absolutely. Have you ever had someone try to, you know, use their faith like, hey, you know, we're both Christians. You should give me a ridiculously good deal on the house 
even though my credit doesn't show it? Or have you ever experienced someone who, again, claims to be a Christian, try to goat someone who's also a claims to, you know, claims Christ into buying a house they can't afford? Yes. Micah, yes, I'll let you go yes. first. I've got a closing story about that. You go first. All righty then. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I've told the story about the uh, the local preacher who bought a house from me um, who had said he had been talking with God. And he talked like Jesse Jackson or the, the um, Lord. Yeah. Or uh, Dr. Billy Graham, you know, just really Southern and, and very drawn out. And he would. And so, you know, he and I had a good relationship, but um, he, you know, came in that one day and, you know, said uh, he was sweating and uh, he was probably, <laughs> he was probably pushing 400, 350, 375. Big size? Oh, yeah. Like pounds. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, he was a he was a hefty one. There was a lot of Passover suppers for this fella. So, well, pass um, <laughs> fried chicken, chicken, chicken. All right. So, um, and some gravy. All right. Um, yeah. So yeah, he came in that one day and he just was like really perplexed. I mean, truly. And you know, he was sweating and he said, "Maka, I've been." <laughs> to the Lord and the Lord's been talking to me. He said, he told me that your company has got a lot of money and that you need to give me some of that money. And I was like, what? Oh, and he was totally serious. He let it sit. And I was looking at him because at the time I worked for a builder and I know he wanted us to discount some cash or give him some free stuff or something, you know? And um, so I just looked at him for a, like an entire minute I'm trying to see really like determine where I can go with this. So that's when I looked at him and I, and I said, pastor, I've been talking to God too. And he said, you ain't getting Jack. So that's what you get. Ain't going to get anything in the offering plate. That's a squat. Oh, but you're going to close <laughs> you're gonna get a brand new house and that's what you're gonna get uh, so yeah no and i you know there have been too many people to count who have come in and said you know uh we we are We've been talking to God. He said, this is the house for us. We don't have the money, but we're going to make it work. And I was like, see that? Well, that's not how it works. In and that's not how God works, to be honest. That's no, not how God it's works. not. You know? And people are doing that. And they're just like, you know, I deserve this and I get this. But God said, you got to work. You got to work. Yeah, it, it, you know, and that's not, that's not how God works in a situation. No, if God he wants you to have, he, he supplies. He doesn't, he doesn't, you go. You don't go, Jesus didn't, never went and begged. He never went and begged for things, you know, mm. and he never went and he put his faith before him to try to gain things. He always, he, he proved himself and that's what we, oh. that's what people need to do. And the disciples went out with not a bag on them, Amen. no food. That's right. Mm -hmm. Not any money and mm -hmm. they knew that God would provide and yes, there that's were all right. people were willing to open their door and provide meals and that sort of thing. Um, you know, so it's that, that is not how he works. Um, but yes, I have had so many people and, you know, uh, try to take advantage. There's companies that, 
you know, say that they are Christian companies and then they're doing, I mean, more illegal things than, you know, regular people. And so, you know, I, I, you just, you, you, you keep doing, you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing, knowing that one day that reckoning, everybody's going to meet God. Everybody's going to have to explain what they did, all the things that came out of their mouth and, and all the actions that they did. And man, uh, if, I could I, give a, if I could give a disclosure for people that are true Christians, however you want to talk, uh, talk, uh, say it, walking with God, the ones that are, are, are really walking with God are the most down to earth people. Yes. The ones well, that I'm, sit on a pedestal well, and the ones that it, it, it that, that is when that's when that's a red flag. Yeah. Well, we he fault. Of it. Mm-hmm. and that was my devotional yesterday morning is that you know, if, if God puts it on your heart to help someone, do it in secret. Not everybody on Facebook needs to know. Amen. That, that is so true. So true. But then, but then if, if only God knows, then what's the point? That's the whole well, point. Yes. Uh, Jesus yes. said, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing yes. when you do the, a good deed. The whole point is, and, and I, you know, and, and I, sometimes I feel like it took me 40 years to get here sometimes is, you know, I, 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 I listen to you guys and everybody that knows me know that I, I like to be the center of attention. I have a loud personality. I have a, but it's not about me and it's not, it's not, it's not about what you get out of it. It's about what God gets out of it because ultimately anything you have is from God. Yes. So it's just everything. Circle. And when you start to realize that, that's when, that's when your calling really kicks into place. I, have I don't to know where this on. thing went, but I'm going to tell you right now. I feel like God has really put this on our hearts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, and let's remember what Ron Cooks, our from All City, our guest last week mm-hmm. said, and it has resonated with me more than anything that that I've heard in this entire week. And uh, you know, he said, well, two weeks actually. He said, you know, you need to come from a place of abundance, and most people are coming from that. My glass is half empty. Absolutely. Mine's I don't have. Look at all the stuff that I don't have, and instead of looking at what you do have, a house over your head, a family, food to eat, toilet paper for goodness' sake. So, um, you know, Netflix, yes. Tiger King, you know, all of that. So, <laughs> you know, but uh, all joking aside, I mean, it's. When you family, healthy family, healthy yourself, good thing comes from him. Absolutely. And it it is all about him. Ultimately, when we start to accept that and we start to realize it, that's when our true purpose comes into, that's when we be, that's when our destiny comes. And that's when we start to fulfill that. That's when everything comes to fruition. And I'm, you know, and, and what also I've learned too, if, if this is for anybody out there listening you may not find it when you're 20. You may not find it when you're 30. You may not find it when you're 10. You may find it when you're 40 or 50 years old, but it's never too late. No. God doesn't work on our timing. He doesn't work. He, his, his, his ways and thoughts are higher. So, you know, put God first. Yes. Amen. And you're right. It is never too late. And the, the most prolific people in the Bible who made the biggest impact were some of the worst people who ever lived. I mean, you think about the Apostle Paul, the day before he was blinded by Jesus on the road and saw the light and was like, you know, I've been wrong. The day before, he was killing Christians because he was truly zealous for that, 
you know, um, what he believed and he was, you know, Jewish and he was like, these people are ruining our religion. And, um, you know, then Jesus just does that to you. He just goes, bam. And you just go, oh my gosh. And it just happens one day out of the blue, like it happened to Paul on the road. And, and it really does, Micah. It really yeah. does. And, you know, I'm thankful for the people that, you know, and don't get me wrong, the people that have lived for him their whole life and haven't had a lot of reasons to, to, to go, you know, or, 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 or to ask for forgiveness. You know what, you know, that, that is not taking away from that at all. But I'm going to tell you right now, God uses, I, for myself, God, he, he uses some sassy people. Some people yeah, that have sure. had to come, had to use the blood. Had, sure. Had to, had to have gone through something to become something. Because if we didn't go through anything, we wouldn't know nothing. We wouldn't yeah. know how to help anybody. So, and don't you think, don't you think that a devil, the devil allows you to be prosperous so that you will never need God or think a, that you need God? Amen. But then God says, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and turn this wheel because I'm going to need her. I'm going to need her. I'm going to need her to find out who she is or him to find out who they are through this trial. So, you know what? It's, I'm so thankful to God. And and even through it, even in in backtracking back to real estate, even through real estate, you know, I I have found, I have found my place and I have found, uh, I, I found God through that as well. So, you know, if you're in a in a, a position, if you're in real estate and you don't you don't feel like you have a lot of uh, outlets or anything to go to, there 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 is a way. There, it, you can. Yes. You can, yes. Well, yes. and there is a space in everyone's heart. And the 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 yes. you know the thing about Christianity is that Jesus has given you the choice to mm-hmm. say yes to Him and to fill that void in your heart, or the choice to say no. How he much more? of a gift is that that he doesn't force himself upon you what kind of a true beautiful father would that be if he forced yeah. love on you you what have other to god, just what, other, what other god or any, any any religious entity that people worship you know there's no there's really none other that does that a lot of them are forced upon them or they they have right. to they have to worship in this way or they have yeah. to do this god gives you the freedom of that yeah. And there's no series of good deeds you have to do. There's no, no you know, you read these Bible verses, you got to say this many prayers and then you got to, you know, tell he a said, priest something. That's not the case. That is says, come simple. just as you are. Yes. And it's, yeah. it's ABC. It's admit you are a sinner. Amen. It is believe that he is God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And then it is confess it with your mouth, say it out loud, invite him in and done. Just like that. There's no works to be done. It is just an acceptance. It is just let him in. And and I got the goosebumps talking about it because he's here. He is. He yeah. is in the middle of this. And, you know, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, a lot of times when people haven't known God or they haven't come to God, they feel like, well, God, God, I don't, I don't want God to see who I really am. But God knew who you were before you yeah. were even in your mother's womb. Yeah. He knew what you were going to do. Yeah, He's given you that choice. He, His thoughts are more for you, more than the grains of sand. We have one thought about ourselves. We don't know who we are, but he knows who we are. He, he predestined does. our, he, he, he knew us before we came to this earth. And yeah. so God knows who you are. Do not be ashamed. How patient is he? Look at all the things that we've done that are terrible. I mean, I every, him every reason not to love me. Every, every day. 
every day, mm-hmm. you know, and he just mm-hmm. stay. he's right there, you know, and uh, there's a, a hymn called, you know, uh, Jesus is patiently waiting, um, you know, call on him today. And, and that's him. I just see him just standing right next to you everywhere that you go. Just, I hope this is the day. I hope today is the day, you know, all she has to do is call on me. The first prayer that he hears is the one that you say, I need you. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's for somebody. I really do. I really do. Because that wasn't what It's for me because I can't stop crying right now. So. That wasn't what this was. We Listen, if you're listening right now, we didn't plan on this tonight, but God has preordained this. Okay. So um, we are four people here that are not ashamed of our walk with Christ. And we have all come short and we have all uh, experienced his glory. So listen, if you need to say that prayer, understand that God knows you and he knows your heart and he wants to love you and he wants to use you. And this is for somebody because this was not planned. No, it was not. And I thank you God for using us. Praise God. Amen. You know, it's, it's so, it's so God's plan is so weird. And, you know, we've got this whole list of stuff to talk about today and, you know, there's technical difficulties in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) But I will tell you guys, Larry and and Eric, um, I texted April two weeks ago and I said, girl, I just got blown up by God. I mean, I was at the, I was at the drive-thru at Taco Cabana and, um, Jesus. That sounds amazing. It was, it was great. And, um, but I got this just immense feeling and, you know, when God talks to you, just know and my entire body chilled out and I just immediately started crying and I knew instantly he was like, you have to tell people how to become a Christian. And he put that ABC in my head, admit, believe, and confess. And he said, people don't know how to ask. They know, and they think that if they believe that there is a God, that they're saved, and that could not be further from the truth. You don't want to realize that you believe that there was a God, but you didn't believe in the God, the, the God of all creation. And Micah, they don't know how to do it. You're going to have to tell them that they admit, they believe, and they can. Amen. And and, and it, you are so right when you say it is not just enough to believe. And, you, and, and, and if you start to experience that relationship with him, it won't be enough for you either. You'll want more. You'll yeah. want more and more. You'll want to be closer and closer. You'll want to dive further and further. Yeah. And it will take you further away from who you were and who you are predestined to be. And, and I so, I mean, I told April that April is like, and another friend of mine, um, who's actually in the Hollywood world, I told him and I was like, what, I don't know what to do with this. Like I was really struggling and I, and I, I messaged April and I, you know, I, I would go back to the message, but you know, I just said, I don't know what to do with this. I know what he wants me to do. And I know that he wants me to tell people this. And, but I don't know what the format is. And I prayed every day and I even made a video and it's set to private on my YouTube account. And when I finished the video, I was like, that's not right. And I couldn't make it public. I was like, that's not right. It's not the right thing. And like, what is the right thing? And, and the right thing is right now. What that is crazy predestines yeah. it and i feel that and i i had said to micah when when she did message me that i said you know what just let let god take it because i i listen i've been around micah for years now and known um god uses her god speaks to her and he uses her and um and 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 she knows his voice 
and I said, uh, you know, uh, she said, and, and, and if you, if you let me paraphrase it, I'm sorry, Micah, but she said, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm nobody. I'm, I'm not. And, 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 but the yes. thing is, is that that's what Satan wants us to think is we aren't, but God is using you. God is, he, that's what God uses. He uses the people that can relate the most to other people to get to them. And this is a preordained time. You're reaching people that you wouldn't have reached probably through that video. Yeah. So, you know, this what? is glory girl. This was March 24th. And I texted April, Hey, I'm home resting for the first time in weeks yesterday. God let me know. I'm supposed to tell people how to become a Christian. Um, put something out on social media with the words he has given me. I was literally telling him in the drive-thru at Taco Cabana. I was crying and I stopped and told him no one would believe me. I'm not worthy. My friends will think I'm crazy. And he just kept saying, you're doing it. And that's what Moses said when I asked him. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> And that was heavy. I had to pull over you guys because I couldn't see. And, you know, that night I talked to Kyle and I was like, I'm not sure. I know that I'm supposed to do something, but I don't know what, you know, that is. And it's the Holy um, Spirit. And if you don't know about that, I got it right now all over me. So that is what, you know what, Micah, thank you for listening to him because he preordained you for this moment, for this moment to reach out. I, I just, my prayer is that. If I don't care about any other episode except for this one, uh, you know what? Oh, yeah, no, what episode is important? Not one. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Would and, you and guys all... say that? Oh, sorry, that no, no, during no, this time of the you know the crisis that's going on now, it's reaff- with me. It's reaffirmed my faith much, much more, oh, and my God. political views also. But that's another subject. But um, the first topic, the first topic we're having with Pastor Joe tomorrow when we record it. If you guys want to be on it, definitely do. It's going to be how COVID nineteen is going to change the church. Yeah, and it could either be you know. <laughs> yes. I, so we're very excited about that. If you guys want to come on and let us know, we'll figure something out. Love to. I want to do whatever God, God, whatever God wants right now, right now, he is using people and he's pouring out his spirit. I'm going to tell you something, um, Eric, that's kind of confirmation of things. Um, I have not been, I, I have always been close to God. But not this close. This, yeah. this has, this has been, there has been a pooling in, in a way where I have had to pull myself and se- the separation has made me feel, and, and, and I don't, and, and maybe this is for somebody else too, the, the separation from, from the rest of the world, from, from that has made me understand that what I thought that I needed or what I thought that, that, that I needed to do to keep turning my wheels, to keep doing these things, I just needed to be still. And I need to listen yeah. to his voice yes. and listen to what he wants because his his will is not for us to constantly be in stress or constantly be be that way. And yes. so I feel that's like that's the I devil. Mean, that's the devil yes. clogging the airways. Airways. If Satan does anything, yeah. he takes our rest from us because our rest clogs our mind and it keeps us away from our focus. And our focus should be on God. When we get away and we get by ourselves. We need to find something that we can believe in. And I 
truly believe this, even for people who don't have anything to believe in at this point, they're having to search for something at this point. They don't have the bars to go into anymore. They don't have those people, you know, they may still have their, you know, and I'm going to go as far to say this, they may still have their drug dealers. They may still have those, but at some point it's not going to feel the same. There's going to be a resurrection of your spirit, your core, who you are. You know, uh, and I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to use a, a little, uh, uh, just an example. Okay. So when you go to like to the gym, I, I, I mean, I'm not a workout person at all. I hate it. Oh, come on, April. Come on. But listen, so you like, so when you sit on one of those balls, you know, you hate it. You're sitting because you're having to sit and you're uncomfortable, you know, and I just want to be on the bench. I want to be on the bench. I don't, I don't want to, I, I just want to rest over here. I want to, because this is easy. But when yeah. you're on that ball, when you're on this uncomfortable place where you've not really been there before, what you're having to do is you're having to use your core. So right yeah. now, you're not able to go to your comfortable place. You're not able to sit at your neighborhood bar. You're not able to sit at or, 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 or contact the thing. You're having to flex your core. But and you're getting you, stronger in a way you've never known. Stronger in a way you've never known. Good yeah. Lord, let him use that. Yes. Girl. Girl, and to Eric's question, to Eric's statement about is how's the church going to be different? We have for uh, millennia just viewed the church as a building. You guys, news flash: the church is not, not, the, not building. the building. The church yeah, is you. It's us right now. We're having church right now. It's yeah. one or more people gathered. Yes, there two of them are gathering together and, you know, proclaiming his name and praising, and that is what it's all about. So, you know, you should be having church, and April and I call each other all the time, She's and she yes. did it, it's like, girl, you got to go listen to Pastor T.D. Jakes, you know, and this, and then I'll send her, uh, I, uh, the night that I had this epiphany, I, uh, April and I just, we just we cried. Songs and, songs and I yeah. called her, and I said, I need you to pray for me, girl. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And we prayed and this, I, I mean, I was not thinking of any song. I was cleaning my kitchen for goodness sake. And I just started singing the words to this song that I've never sung before. And I just stopped myself in my pantry and I was like, where did that come from? And then I looked up the lyrics and it completely and 100% applied to April. And she's exactly right. If you're still if you just block block out what is going on in the world, turn off the news, open your Bible, open your devotional app, turn on K-Love for goodness sake, yeah. stop listening yes. to the crap out there. Turn on K-Love and fill yourself with the beautiful things that he's provided. If you feed your soul with those things, man, does he ever talk? And he talks. He's, you just and you have to listen. Words. You have to listen. But you know instantly what he wants you to do and what the plan is. Yes. And you know what the thing is, too, is that a lot of people, uh, if, if you put your, if you put your, if you put, if, if this is your worth is in your net worth or if your worth is in who likes you or if your worth is in who, uh, who people think you are, the, 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 the thing is, is that, and I listen to I, I, listen, I'm going to give a shout out to T.D. Jakes because I love Pastor Bishop more than anything. Yeah. He has spoken Ew. to me since I was a teenager. And, 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 that's, that's, and, and I'm not worshiping him. I'm thinking because God uses him in my life. But no. the thing is, is that a lot of times we don't know who we are. And guess what? We make, we make decisions because I didn't know who I was. 
Yes. I didn't know who I was. And but God predestined you for a time, and I think that, and I keep getting this in my in in my spirit that, and and I hope this is for somebody out there that it's too late for me. I'm too old. I'm too old. No, oh, no. The thing, the thing is, is that a lot of times we don't bloom until we're That's old. That's the devil it's whispering just, into your ear. Exactly. He wants the devil wants you. God exactly. wants you to listen and to God, not what? him. You went through what you went through to get you to this point in your life because I needed you to be at this age so that I could use you. Now, yes. now you're ready. And so yes. you just break it down. Hey, is he just not late? He's never too late. He's never too late. Yes. Never, ever too late. He's not on our time, but guess what? God's ways and his thoughts are higher. And if there's anything that I've ever thought about the afterlife or about getting to heaven is, is that when we get there, we'll understand what we don't understand here. Yeah. So don't try to understand it here. Yeah. Just it's not meant for you to understand. No, and then when, no. when we get there, we won't even care because we're with him exactly. for an exactly. eternity and his and promise has been fulfilled. That's the goal. Yes. Oh, yes, wow. I don't know, but I'm telling you right now, somebody has needed this and I'm going to tell you right now, I, I feel like somebody, I, I'm not just some, I don't know. There's, I feel like there's just someone in particular. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. May, maybe I'm wrong, but I've been. Oh, you're right. You're right. Do you yeah. feel and that as well? There's someone totally. in particular that needs this and is going to change, the, another change their eternal life yeah, when they yeah, hear this. You, you, you are a door that opens up to other people. You're a door. And that's why, you know, you, you know, I've sat in a place in my life where I've been unsure. I've been sure about who I am, about my job, about what I've done, who I'm hanging out with, whatever, about my family or whatnot. But it's because that's what Satan wants. You are yes. a door. Once you figure out that it doesn't matter what other people think or whatnot, you're a door that opens up. You just be that door. You just yes. be that door. Yes. Well, even as a preacher's daughter for years, golly, I struggled. I mean, you talk about oh, me too, you know, every, everybody's like, well, you know, you believe because your dad believed. Let me, I doubted because my dad believed. I doubted because my dad has two doctorates in Christianity. And I'm, and are, am I supposed to just go along with this? Well, I need to test this out. I need to figure this out, you know? And, um, you know, you struggle because as, especially as a preacher's daughter, we talked earlier about the scrutiny and the microscope and, mm -hmm. and living that way and seeing the ugliest part of supposed Christians sure. in the church. And, you know, where anything that I ever did or said was scrutinized and we had deacon meetings about it and, you know, and anybody else, anybody else's kid would be nothing. No one would ever find out about it, but because mm -hmm. I did it, we have to have a church meeting and, you know, uh, and it disheartens you. It disheartens yeah, you. It's it, the way you it, feel about God's yes, people. It's a terrible feeling, and that feeling just continues, and you start to doubt and go, well, if these people are what Christianity is all about, I do not even want to go there, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, you know, that's how the devil works. He makes people doubt. And he uses Christians even more than he uses non-believers. Oh, to come on, girl. Mm -hmm. And so. That is so true. And, you yeah. know, and, and the thing is, is that you just, to, to expand on what you said, the whole reason I ran from God probably for almost 30 years was because I was a preacher's kid. I yeah. wanted to say, because of the fact that, you know, just like what you said, Satan used the people around me 
to divide me. We go back as humans to what we're comfortable with. And comfort is usually a zone. That zone is usually sin. I'm going to be real honest with you until you realize what God has really got for you. And so, you know, when people would would chastise me because of the way I was a little bit different or the way I, I didn't fit in or I wasn't like everybody else or, you know, I, I didn't I didn't that that was chastised for that as well, Micah. Yeah. And um, and, and and it really it really put a sour taste in my mouth. Well, Until and I see, realized that that wasn't what it was about anyways. That right. It was good to be different. It was good right. to be different. God yes. wanted you to be He didn't want you to be like Thank all God. the other sheep. He wanted you to be the black sheep. He yeah. wants you to be different. He well, Eric, no, I mean, uh, Larry knows because he went to junior high and high school with me. But, um, you know, when I was a senior in high school... I mean, you, I had never, I had never taken a drink of anything. I'd never done anything. I was a good, uh, you know, Christian girl. And I was going, I had gotten a full ride scholarship to go to OU, Oklahoma University, um, to play volleyball. I wasn't even going to red shirt. I was going to play that year. Oh. And that coach, that coach was, uh, the, um, women's, um, Olympic coach, at the last Olympics, like he was prolific and he was a Christian and, um, he was the reason that I wanted to go there and he accepted me and gave, I got a full ride to go there. He, th uh, flew, drove down from Oklahoma for my signing ceremony and the news teams were there. It was like the biggest thing that ever happened in Brownwood. And we had this, um, event at the Howard Payne university gym where the men's volleyball team, which that's who I worked out with. Cause I wanted to be better. Um, and, and so in the, my off hours, I worked out with the men's college team and, um, I played, um, you know, beach volleyball with them as well. So that very day that the signing ceremony, we set up a, a, a workout so that he could see me work out. They were videoing it. It was going to be on the news and all that good stuff. You guys, this, I went up for my first spike approach and I felt like I was waist high above the net. The adrenaline was pushed up so high and I crushed a spike over knee over these, you know, college blockers. And I came down with all my weight on my left leg and it snapped Ooh. in half. It Ooh. snapped my entire ACL, Ooh. my entire ACL snapped in half. And I was just laying on the floor of the gym and my entire life changed in an instant it was my life was about volleyball that's the career I was going no. that's where I thought that God wanted me to be and then suddenly everything was over I go to the hospital the um, coach was named Miles Paps and he is still alive and he's just an amazing Christian he's retired from volleyball now but he played himself and he knew exactly whenever he saw it what happened and he just came in and just hugged me and cried. And he said, Micah, he said, I've got a, a scholarship waiting for someone to come in and play. He's like, I'm so sorry, but I cannot give this to you right now. Oh, and, you know, so I, at that point in my life is when I needed the church to rally, you know, around. And it didn't you, happen. that's when they all, the gossip, you know, mill started and, um, 
I remember I uh, started, you know, drinking and, you know, things just kind of went downhill uh, from there. And, you know, it doesn't it didn't make anything better that, you know, was on the front page of the newspaper, you know, homecoming queen, this and that and the other. And, you know, the Christians that should have been rallying around you are gone and talking about you. And then you doubt and you doubt and you doubt. And I'm here to tell you, you know, after your whole world ends and everything that you thought was, you know, where you were going because you were in control, suddenly it's not there. Um, If you were to ask me right then, I would have rather died than live a life where I couldn't play volleyball. Do you know I ended up um, getting a scholarship to Angelo State University? I hated it. It was for one semester, but that's where I met Kyle Johnson, my husband. I would never (laughs) have met him. I would never have met him if I went to OU and I met him because I thought that my life was over and I snapped my knee in half and I met him and now we're married. We have the most beautiful daughter and now God is so good in his plan, even in the midst of the worst that you could possibly think it could ever be. He He is worth chaos it's not horrible events it is a plan you just wait and trust because it's going to end up so good so good you know our lives are so parallel because through high school i never did um did any drugs or drinking or anything like that i may have smoked a couple cigarettes and it made me throw up you know something like that you know typical things like that i did too Um, and it made me throw up i passed out yeah (laughs) And so I never did that. And I went actually on a full ride scholarship to uh, University of Arkansas from voice for a musical performance. Wow. And and failed out big time there. I mean, just did not fit in because and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why I'm going to actually I say the I'm not going to mention the first college I went to because I don't mean any mean things about anybody, but it was a Christian school. And uh, it just was not very welcoming for somebody that just did not live their life in a perfect way. And I had been through things already in my family that had already taken me in a way that I was a little bit stronger in my testimony. Um, I chose to uh, feel like those weren't my people. So then I decided decided to partake in, in things that I did not, uh, you know, you know, think. And then and then I went on to go through a very painful divorce and, and, and a few other things, but I always felt ashamed of those things. And yeah, it, no, but no, you know what? but you know what? That's I'm his plan. What, yes. I'm going to tell you what I felt ashamed of the fact that, cause everybody was looking at me to do something great. Oh, she's, she's, a, she's going to do this that, you know, and when yep. you don't do it, you're this horrible person, but actually what God has been saying in the background, he's like, Hey, say it louder for the people in the back. Hey, guess what? I wanted you to go through that because I can't have you reach the people that I need you to reach until you go through all this. Now, I'm yes. sorry that he, no, he's not sorry either. No, he's like, you know what? You were preordained to do this ministry. And Micah, the same with you. If you'd have gone on to do what that, the thing, God sometimes pulls the rug out from underneath us. And he says, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you think that this is going to work. I know this is what you want to do. And I know you think this is going to be great. And you know what? But I have picked you before you were placed in your mother's womb. Yeah. Yep. There were a million other choices that swam yep. your, to swam to your. And I need you here, and I need you these things. And I need you. So I'm gonna have to break that leg, okay? 
<laughs> he sure did. Oh my. I'm going to have to, to, to take this marriage. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to do these things. I'm going to have to have you turn your head for a second because later on, I'm going to let you understand why these things happen. So listen, if you're wanting to know why this has happened in your life, it's not just because of Satan. It's not just because uh, you, you have been, you have bad luck or it's not because of something you've done to deserve it. It's because it may be something that's getting you ready for your big big introduction mm-hmm. into the world about what God's about to use you for. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yes. Well, and um, if anybody listening is like, what do I do next? You can message us, you know, if, if wherever you're, wherever you're at listening, you can always go to our Facebook page, LOL yes. lessons in real estate Send us a message. We get everyone. We respond to everyone. We will call you and pray with you. Whatever it is that you need, you know, that if you're the one person that this was meant for, we're the people that will help you through it. And, you know, listen to Caleb. Caleb has a place on their website where you can actually go and talk with a pastor as well. Um, that's, you know, Caleb's on iHeartRadio, is on your uh, local radio station as well. And, you know, they, if you get on there, you can talk with a pastor nearly immediately. They'll get you on with somebody. Um, Yeah. And then, of course, listen to Larry and Eric's podcast where Eric's pastor is going to be coming on. You know, I know that I know pastor, you know, pastoral hearts. And, you know, I know that uh, without even meeting him, that he would be willing to talk with anybody as well. He already did that for someone. We had him on the something about the unknown where he talked about paranormal stuff. Yeah. And then on the, uh, you know, possessions and exorcisms he's been a part of. Then on something, something, he gave out his phone number for people wow. to text him. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? That's great. And you know what? Thank God for people, for pastors like that. You know, I'm yeah. just really thankful for their, 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 the pastors that are relatable and, uh, and, and that really know how to reach down. So, you know what? I cannot wait to meet him. Well, and this was a kind of a, I, this was not the planned show that we had. <laughs> I mean, it just, <laughs> God, you know, steered the wheel and, um, you know, we are come, we're coming back at you next, uh, time with, um, really one of the coolest guys, uh, in real estate. He's a r- local realtor who, um, was also a detective on, um, the first 48 on A and E. I have already picked his brain before. He is awesome. Yes. Yes. He's amazing. So, you know, don't, when you, when you listen to this episode, share it, share it with somebody, whoever, somebody needs to hear this. And I don't care about, we don't care about LOL lessons in real estate. We care that needs to hear this, hears it because God took control of that steering wheel and, and, you know, he needs believers to say, let's get this out there. And, and there, this is a time when, you know, the, the Bible says that, you know, as you near the end, there will be a, a kind of like a coming back towards, um, God, and then it will, and then we're, we're there. So let's make this the coming back, um, towards God, share it. Um, let's make this episode go viral. I don't care about any other episode. Me neither. And you, you know, know what? I'll, I can attest to this too. Just to go going back, guys. This we had technical difficulties. This whole yeah. thing 
Oh, we man. almost didn't do it. Yeah. Guess who was in charge of that crap? Yeah, yeah <laughs> and, and and yeah, exactly. And Micah said, I said, and I had, and Micah said, no, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Yeah, we and we made it. We even though we were we were we were really late getting on, it happened, and I am so thankful. Thankful, yeah. Thankful, yeah. thankful that it did. I think that we should close in a prayer, to be honest. With I you. will. I do want to do that. And I want to make a shout out too, because we had been putting out um, some information about our, our local heroes on the front line um, and that we would, you know, shout them out. Well, we've got some local heroes here in Salado, Texas that have just stepped up to the plate and just That's been amazing. Wonderful. So we want to make a, and I got the goosebumps because my daughter went to this um, daycare. In fact, they're the reason why we moved to Salado so that she could be in a Christian daycare. Um, so hopefully I can get through it. But um, the play yard in Salado, owned by Miss Dee Dee Knight, who is a fantastic Christian woman, um, has had that for a number of years now. Um, you know, uh, daycares have been deemed essential and they have 14 teachers and caretakers there who don't know if the children and the parents that are dropping off their kids every day that still have to go to work as essential workers, mm -hmm. those essential moms and dads are nurses and doctors and people that are, you know, uh, that are in touch with COVID every day and they're dropping their kids off. These teachers are at risk highly at risk and they're still loving and kissing and hugging these children wow. because that's what they deserve. So we want to shout out to the Slato play yard. And, you know, like actually, I said, okay, oh, go ahead, Larry. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I was going to say, um, listening to this whole episode with you guys talking is absolutely amazing. Um, I think Micah, I think we do need to, to pray all together. I think that's a great idea, yeah. April. But, Micah, I think this is a perfect time to let people know how they can come to be to, to get to know the Lord. How, how can they how can they how can they do what the Lord okay. asked you? Well, so this is was part of my. You need a minute, Micah. I'm good. Keep it going. Keep it going. This was part of. This is what God had laid on my heart to do. And he said to pray with them, to show them how to pray. Yes. So this is how, this is how you ask Jesus into your heart. If you're listening, you can say this prayer and just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you today as a sinner. I have done things that I know that I should not have ever done. And today, I ask you to forgive those sins. Father God, I believe, God, that you are the creator of the universe. I believe that you love us so much that you sent your son Jesus to earth. And I believe that Jesus is God. 
I believe that Jesus died on the cross so that I don't have to carry the burden of my sins for eternity. I believe that Jesus rose from the grave on the third day yes, Jesus. to save me absolutely in a, a hundred percent from an eternity in a place that we can't speak of. Thank you for your grace and your promise to create a place for us for eternity when we ask you to come into our hearts. And that is what I am doing now. I am confessing with my mouth Amen. that you are God. And I am asking you to come into my heart today. Take that empty place that I've filled with so many ugly things oh, and come in and make me beautiful. Wash me clean. Help me start over with a clean slate with you at the driver's seat. Dear Lord, I pray that you continue to grow me in your spirit because you've now sent the Holy Spirit to live with me and abide with me for eternity. All these things I pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are in. You're in. You're in the family of God. Now if you prayed that prayer, start using the Word of God to lie, to to guide you, and to lead you. Even if you don't understand the words you are reading, God will bring to you the wisdom. Pray yes. For the wisdom. Yes. I, I I changed the channel immediately on your radio to K Love. Change it today. Amen. Change it right now. Right yep. now. And yep. right now. Download a Bible devotional app. And listen before you get it. out of bed every morning, you thank God for the breath that's in your lungs and for being alive. And, and if you have you a open, hard time with anxiety, what's helped me, Micah? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I go apologize. Ahead. But what has helped me too with the Bible devotional is to put it on at night and put it in my ears and go to bed. Yes. And listen to it and listen to God's word. If it, it's your, even if it's your favorite preacher, or if it's just the Holy Bible on audio, but listen to it, you will soak it in. You will. I am. I'm just in awe of God. God's plan because Larry, I didn't prompt Larry to say that about the prayer. That was God talking to Larry's heart and saying, "You make sure that she gets this because I told her to do this." <laughs> and everything that he asked me to do that day on March 24th has been done. Has you been are done. good and faithful servant, Micah. Thank you. And I'm Thank so you. thankful that God allowed me to be a part of it. Thank you. Well, we thank and, you all. Yes, Eric. Um, one thing I'm going to do again, if you prayed this prayer, like everyone was saying, download the Bible app on yes. your phone. Yeah. And I know in the age of COVID-19, you know, you there's no church services right now, but you're going to want to find a good one. So yeah. I'm going to put the um, churchfinder.com. It's a web page where you put awesome. your ad, you put the city you live in, and it just gives you a listings of yeah. churches near you. 
And I will say, thank you, Eric. I will say, you know, I I, I listen to my church on Facebook, but I have um, just found so much. uh, I've really, what Dr. Charles Stanley says resonates with me. And we're going to put his link up there to his Facebook page because every Sunday he has uh, a link to um, his uh, church services, and it's it's just him talking. It's not all the hymns and singing and everything. It's him talking, and golly, is he tuned in, and it's so good, and it's very down-to-earth and easy to understand. So we'll put Dr. Charles Stanley on there. We'll put T.D. Jakes's link um, yeah. in here as well and the church finder link so you know if you prayed that prayer it is now your your time to just start filling yourself with 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 god and all things um, use god. your core flex your core now yes, yes. all the things that you can't do rid it out and flex your core flex the core. i can't i i uh i can't thank all of you enough for listening and you know we we took a big detour from real estate today but man god was in charge of that detour didn't it me and um we're thankful for all of you uh listening it please share so that people know how to um and ask god to come into their heart this is absolutely something that if anything ever goes viral this has to go viral make it go viral and 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 let's get his word out there and how how to do that so thank you all for listening um for april and eric and larry and myself we love you we love all of the people that listen on a regular basis and even if we don't know you we love you um and just let us know if you need help. We are here to help as well. Always. We'll see you guys next week with another episode of the <laughs> LOL Lessons in Real Estate. Love you guys. Love you guys.